Welcome to the Becoming Infinite Podcast. I'm Cooper Gillespie, a manifestation, mindset, and abundance mentor, and modern mystic living in California's high desert. I believe every person has the power to create the life of their dreams by tapping into the infinite part of themselves. This show is here to inspire you to do just that. So each week we'll explore tools and practices, rituals and routines that you can use for your expansion. Welcome. I'm so glad you're here. Hey, 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 everyone. How are y'all doing today? It is hot here in Southern California. Wow. It's early in the morning and it's already like 100 degrees. <laughs> uh, this is going to be my last episode for a bit. I'm going on summer break, going to focus on writing my book and serving the amazing women in my certification and coming up with some amazing content for you for next year. So this will be the end for a bit, and then I'll be back in the fall. But I wanted to leave you with some thoughts before I go. So I really want to encourage everyone, and maybe over the summer, this is a great time to do this, to really meditate on what you're divinely designed to do in this world. You know, one of my favorite quotes is life is not a dress rehearsal. And it's just a really powerful reminder to live each day to the fullest. And so if there's something in your life or in your business that feels like you're just going through the motions that doesn't, you know, feel exciting or light you up, the question I want to ask is, is that really living your life to the fullest? Because I feel like a lot of people, and this, I have been guilty of this. I was definitely living like this for a long time. A lot of people really forget or else they just never realize that they are in charge of creating a life they love. We are the powerful creators of our realities. We can create anything we want to create in life. And so often, so many of us get trapped in thinking, oh, we've got to lead this conventional life that society told us that we're supposed to leave, right? Like we're, I got to graduate from school and then go to college and then get a good job with benefits and then get married and then buy a house and have a fence and a dog and, you know, all these things. And I'm not saying anything, I'm not saying any of that's bad, but I'm saying that if that doesn't feel aligned for you, or if something in your life doesn't feel aligned for you and you want to change it, guess what? You totally can. You're in charge of your choices and you're in charge of your life. And if you have made a decision that maybe isn't serving you any longer, guess what? You can change it. You don't have to wait for things to get better. You could just literally change that whole situation. And the same is true in life as it is in business. So I encourage you to spend some time really aligning your life and your business with your soul. Ask yourself, is this what my soul was put here on planet Earth to do, right? I I, I, Maybe this is just a theme for me because it's a question I've really been constantly asking myself because I, I love living in alignment. I love feeling like my life is working and it is the highest expression of myself. And for so long, I didn't live that way. And so I'm here to help anyone who is feeling like maybe their life isn't working to help them start to live in their soul's alignment because it is beautiful. It is beautiful to feel like you can take charge of your life and you can make your life whatever you want it to be. 
And, you know, you can make small changes or big changes. I mean, I encourage maybe making a small change first, but heck, if you're just feeling the call to make a big change, make a big change. Of course, with a plan in place, especially if it involves leaving a job or something, I always encourage people to build a bridge, right? You don't just up and walk out of your job without a plan. <laughs> you build a bridge on the way out, right? But um, but make small changes, make big changes, uh, really to figure out how to get into alignment. Because when you do that, everything just transforms from struggle, from every day feeling harder than the last, to feeling easy and fun. Oh, it's so nice. I remember there was a time in my life where every day felt worse than the last and every day was harder than the last and everything was hard. And now it's so nice to live in a life where everything feels very easy and everything feels fun and every day gets better than the last day. And I want that for everyone because it is just, it makes life way better. (laughs) So stepping into your purpose, it really begins with allowing yourself to admit what, what is your true passion? If you could, if you knew that the answer was going to be yes, if you knew that you could have anything you want, what would you be doing? Right? What if you knew you couldn't fail? What if money wasn't an issue? What would you be doing? Really ask yourself that question sincerely. Because If the answer is I'd quit my job, then guess what? You're in the wrong job. It's time to investigate what your soul's purpose is and follow that. And, you know, if you if you think you have an idea and or even if you don't have an idea, really, uh, here's some questions that I encourage you to journal on and really help flush out what your soul's purpose is. What are you here to do? Right. So. Here's a question. Question number one. What's something that you really want to do or you fantasize about doing, but you don't actually do? What is that? Is there a big dream that you have that you've pushed to the back of your mind because it's not realistic, right? Is there something that you just bugging you that's just like bugging you? It's knocking on the door, right? It's knocking on the door of your mind. It's not going to stop knocking. What is that thing? What is that? That's probably something to do with your soul's purpose. What would you do even if you weren't getting paid for it? What's something you just love to do? Because you know what? People make money doing the weirdest stuff that you wouldn't even believe. Like people make money with crochet memberships. That's like the wildest example to me. I'm like, what? Somebody makes six figures from a crochet membership? Yes. There's enough people out there that want to learn about crocheting. And this person obviously loved crocheting, set up a membership where she provides crocheting resources and has enough people in it that she makes six figures. So you can make money doing all sorts of weird stuff that you wouldn't even think of. So what's something that you love? And is there a way you can get creative to build a business around that? What is What would you do if you could do anything and money wasn't an issue? If you didn't have to worry about money, what would you do? What are your values in in life and in work? They can be a little different, although often they're the same. You know, that is a really important question. Write down your top 10 values and see, do they align with the life that you're living and the and the work that you're doing? Because I tell you what, when I got clear on my values, a lot changed. Because what I realized is that out of my top 10 values, making money 
was like number seven. I had so many values above that, values such as um, making an impact, helping people, uh, personal growth and development. All these things were way above making money. Making money was toward the bottom. Now, of course, I want to make money, but it's one of the least important things to me about the work that I do. And when I got clear on that, it was like, oh, yeah, no amount of money is going to make me stay in a job that I hate. No amount of money is going to make me stay in a job that doesn't give me these other things first, the ability to make an impact, the ability to help people, the ability to also help myself. Because what I love about the work I do now is it's a constant learning. I'm always learning about me and, and expanding. And that is a beautiful thing when you work in the field that I work in. So that was really important to me. So what are your top values for your work? And where does money fall on there? Now, if making money is the most important thing, then maybe you can stay in a job you hate. But for me, I, I couldn't do that. So that's a really powerful thing to investigate. What are your top values? Here are some other questions. What, what did your little kid self want to do when you're like 10? What did you want to do when you grew up? <laughs> I wanted to be a lobbyist, which is a really, really, really strange uh, thing for me to want to do. <laughs> but back then I wanted to be a lobbyist. So maybe that doesn't necessarily relate to my work now. Although I suppose I lobby people to create their most amazing lives. So maybe, maybe it does. What are you currently doing in your life or your work that you really enjoy? And how can you do more of that? Right. Is, are those, are there elements of that that you would like to keep, even if you do want to leave your current job? And the next question is really powerful and it can seem morbid. I hope you don't take it that way, but it's a powerful reminder that we're only here for a little while. And so this question is, if you knew you were going to die in one year, what would you do? If you knew there was a time, a ticking time and you had one year left, what would you do? How would that change how you're living your life right now today? What would you want to leave behind as your legacy? How would you want people to remember you? Really powerful question because none of us are guaranteed tomorrow. Maybe there is only a year left. Who knows? So, are you living your life in the most expansive soul expression that you desire to? Because a lot of times people place limiting beliefs on themselves, right? And we're all guilty of it. We all do it, right? And and so we say things to ourselves like, "Oh, this is all there is," or oh, "I could, I can't do that." You can't do that. And yeah, you can. And this isn't all there is. And when you start to throw away those limiting beliefs, it really becomes a lot easier to dream big and to identify what your soul came here to do and to make that happen. Really, 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 really powerful. Another exercise I encourage you to do is to reflect on and journal on you know, they call it the ideal day exercise, right? But really close your eyes, take some deep breaths, connect, and just think about if you woke up tomorrow and you didn't have a care in the world and you didn't need to worry about money for 24 hours, you had everything taken care of, how would your day go? Right? Where are you physically? Where are you in the world? then how do you feel and what are you doing with your day? What activities fill your day and how do you feel at the end of the day? And who are you with? Who do you encounter throughout the day? 
What activities or work are you engaged in? What do you look like? What are you wearing? Right? Really get specific and examine those those visions, those ideas, those feelings. And those things that you discover are going to be important clues. So if you have some challenges around doing the ideal day exercise, then it's time to get more connected to your intuition, right? That's really, really important. That your intuition is that little voice that you hear every now and then that's like, yes, you should do this. No, don't do that, right? We got to get tuned into our intuition. A lot of us have been taught to push it down and ignore it. But there's a reason why our intuition is speaking to us. That's our higher self, right? And our intuition will never lead us wrong. It will always lead us the right way. So my question is, is, has there been an idea that's been popping into your head regularly? Or are you getting pings that you should just go do this thing, right? Pay attention. Also pay attention to dreams. A lot of times our intuition will speak to us in dreams. But this this is worth exploring. Your higher self is screaming at you, <laughs> trying to get you to listen. Really important. And your intuition can also keep you safe, right? It, it'll tell you, it'll tell you, it will be your divine guidance system if you learn to listen to it and you allow it to guide you. But a lot of us, you know, in childhood, we had very well-meaning adults in our lives often feed us limiting beliefs. Um, often didn't want us to use our voices or listen to our intuition. And so a lot of us have a hard time recognizing it now that we're adults. And the good news is it's like a muscle. You can uh, work it and and hear your intuition more clearly, but it does take practice if you're out of practice. So, um, you know, you can start, this is, this is like a, a silly thing to do, but I, I literally think this does help strengthen your intuition because it's listening to your body. It's listening to yourself. It's like, If you need to go to the bathroom, don't hold it. Go to the bathroom. If you're hungry, don't wait to eat. Eat. Just as simple as listening to your body can really even help your intuition. Definitely meditation. Meditation is a big one because when you get present and slow down, you can actually hear your inner voice. Journaling. Definitely check in with yourself every day. You know, carve out some time and ask yourself, like, what am I feeling? Why am I feeling like this? A really great question to ask yourself is, what message does my soul have for me right now? And just let your hand write. It's, it's wild. It's a really beautiful thing to do. Breath work is really powerful because that gets you out of your head and into your body. Really powerful. And then, you know, even just asking, asking yourself, asking yourself, like, what, what, what's my next step? What should I do? And just listening for the answer because your higher self knows. And then, of course, visualization, which is what we did with the ideal day where you are getting in touch, you're centering in, you're closing your eyes, and then you are picturing yourself as if you're going through your life in your soul aligned way, noticing what you know what what yourself noticing how you're acting how you're dressed how you feel who you're with all of that stuff helps paint the picture much more clearly in our minds and really helps those things come into our lives so really really powerful thing to do so that's that's what I'm leaving you with here uh as as I as I take off for summer break 
take some time to really feel into if you're living your most soul aligned, expansive life. And if you're not, you have that power to change it. And hopefully the exercise exercises in this podcast will help you with that uh, because life's too short. Life's too short not to live our most fullest, most badass, most amazing lives. And I'm here for you if you want help with that. All right. Have a beautiful summer, everyone. And I will see you in the fall. Until then. (music) 